You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Five minutes before four o'clock in conversation next with Rudy Henneker, who's the Outers Investigations Manager. We unpack Outers Investigation a report on NSFIRST's direct payment scheme. The organization undoing tax abuse is of the view that NSFIRST um, tender awards for direct payment system to students were irregular. Rudy now joining us on the line. Rudy, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So what evidence did you find that the tender was awarded irregularly? Uh, good afternoon, Eldrin, and thanks for having me. Well, if one look at, uh, you know, the previous two tenders that were uh, advertised and you compare it with the latest one, a lot of the compulsory requirements, uh, you know, is not there in this last um, uh, tender. Uh, and it, is, uh, it looks like a watered-down uh, mandatory requirements uh, and easier for, for fintech companies to, uh, to, to uh, you know, get to the, uh, the tender. Okay, but, but how is it irregular? Well, uh, if you look at, uh, you know, some of the, the criteria there, uh, we do not believe and we could not find any evidence that all the criteria was fulfilled. Uh, for example, uh, two of the, two of the um, uh, service providers are not registered for value-added tax. Uh, that makes it, you know, uh, a bit uh, uh, suspicious that NASFAS didn't pick that up. Surely these uh, institutions or these service providers are charging VAT for, you know, the students on the fees, and uh, they should have picked that up and made sure that uh, they were registered for VAT. So you say that you've raised these issues with the SIU as well, um, and what was their response? Well, the SIU, uh, you know, received all the information. We handed it over. We had a few uh, meetings with the SIU where we handed this over and discussed the matter. And that came after we uh, approached NSFAS and requested through a PIA application the documentation. Uh, NSFAS refused uh, to give us the documentation. We went on appeal. They refused again. And uh, for us to go to, you know, to court and uh, legal costs, that's going to be sky high. We decided we would rather share all the information that we have and that we get in the meantime with, with the SIU because they do have a proclamation to investigate NSFAS. And, and I don't know, Rudy, in your investigation, if you were able to, um, to ascertain why exactly these companies are failing to pay the students on time. I think, uh, you know, I think, Elrond, the job is just too big for them. Uh, they didn't expect, uh, you know, uh, to have um, almost a million beneficiaries. Uh, so in, su- in such a short period, they battled to get the students onboarded onto the scheme. And then there were, you know, suspicions uh, from, the, from the students' side regarding the, uh, the fees. And I think a lot of students were very reluctant to onboard on the scheme. And up until today, we do not have a clear picture of the elephant in the room that is the fees that's uh, being charged to the students. And, and who's supposed to come up with the, with the fees? Because um, initially it was 102, and after some yes. public pressure it changed to, to 12 rand, but some students are still saying that um, they, they don't want to pay any, any fees related to the money that they're receiving because before this new system was introduced, they got the money as it was. Well, uh, it's NSFAS's uh, opinion that, you know, like in any other, if you have a bank account, you pay fees. But I think what they do not tell the students or the public, you know, the other side of the story, that the banks, commercial banks in South Africa, offer very good uh, bank accounts specifically for students with very low 
uh, transaction fees. Um, there's one bank in South Africa that, you know, asks you no monthly fee, and all the services are, are unlimited or free of charge. Um, and then if you look at the NASFAS card, uh, we know now that it is a 12 rand monthly fee for in-bundle uh, services or in-bundle transactions. But the in-bundle transactions is, is so little that, um, you know, as soon as you start to transact with that money, the students are paying a lot more than they would have paid with uh, if they uh, had accounts with the commercial banks. Oh, just a, a, a quick final one is when we look at the disbursement of SASA, for instance, and the money that they give to beneficiaries and the fees that are related to that, very, very low to what we are facing here with the students, for instance, purchases Absolutely. and cashback combinations at retail merchants is free. Um, so what should happen here? Shouldn't they also use the same template because we are dealing here with a socioeconomic problem and government has said that we, 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 we're going to raise the money and make the money available to the students? Mm. No, absolutely, Alvin, you are quite correct. And the other thing is, if you look at the public service, they are paying about 2 million uh, employees and contractors per month without any hiccups. Uh, a, a public servant gets his salary, you know, the 15th of the month, no problems. Why can't NSFAS use the same kind of, 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 of service and pay directly to a bank account of students without any costs? Um, the previous two tenders that were put out uh, was exactly for that, to pay the students directly into their personal bank accounts. Now we're sitting with a middleman, uh, a, a service provider, uh, charging excessive fees, and the students, you know, just for three transactions, the one of the examples that we used in the report, Three transactions, the service fees are uh, um, 64 rand. And for some students, 64 rands are two meals. Thank you so much for your time. That is Rudy Henneker, who is Alta's Investigations Manager.